Hello everyone. Well, once upon a time, Laura and I reviewed Taylor Swift's Reputation album about six hours after listening through the tracks a few times. We concluded that we didn't like what we heard and we were worried about Taylor's well-being. As the days passed, so did our obsession with Reputation and now it's one of our favorite Taylor Swift albums. With the recent release of Midnight's, many of you have messaged me asking if I'm a fan or a foe. Since I didn't want to repeat my mistake with Reputation, I sat on this one for an entire 10 days before collecting my thoughts. Truth be told, I think I sat with my emotions over the album for so long because I wanted to like it more than I do. Am I still in awe by Taylor's business savvy? Of course. Is this my favorite album? Not by a long shot. But don't take my word for it. I'd rather you hear from her biggest fan ever. Ready yourself, dear listener, for a review from Laura Prinkle. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 283 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with Laura. We're going to talk about Midnight's. That's plural, with an S. Sweet. Taylor Swift's new album... They're saying it's her 10th album, did I say? 10th album? 11th? 10th album. If you don't count, if you don't count her redos, right. her Taylor versions. So it's her 10th album out. And Laura, we've been sitting with it for a week. Mm-hmm. Because once upon a time, dear listener, we reviewed Reputation probably six hours in and we were all nuts. Reputation, what's happening to Taylor? She's dark and twisty, and I don't like it. And then it ended up being a really good album. We right? really enjoyed it, and we ate our words, and then we had to do a I'm Sorry podcast. We did have to do an I'm Sorry podcast. I think Katie Wells made us do that. She's mm-hmm. like, y'all are, mm-mm, you got to give it another go. So we learned our lesson. We sat with it That's for right. a week. It has had multiple turns. And people have texted you in that week time frame yes, and said, said like, hey, what do you think? What do you think? And what's your response? What do you think? And my response has been, I need to sit with it for a minute. I need to sit with it. Laura, I still feel like I need to sit with it. And let me tell you why. Tell me. This is why. I keep, t- I told our friend Susan, I, I said, I need to sit with it a little bit more. And as I typed that, I thought, I'm wanting to sit with it. Because I'm wanting to like it more than yes. what I do. So I keep thinking if I sit with it, if I keep listening, one of these is gonna pop out and say, yeah. Yes, this is my song. Yeah, oh, this is good. You feel like the tune is gonna be catchy enough, the mm-hmm. lyrics are gonna get you, the mm-hmm. beat is gonna, the rhythm right. is gonna get you. The rhythm is gonna, uh, Gloria Estefan warned us. That's right. <laughs> one of these and so days. You're waiting for that rhythm still to grab waiting, you. Still waiting. I want to disclaim this at the beginning you were the biggest taylor swift fan i know so i trust you i'm with the biggest taylor swift it, fan you know who i know personally yeah wow yeah that is like a huge honor <laughs> i feel fair i mean we know a lot of people we do that are big taylor swift fans right but i feel like you're the biggest 
You've seen her a dozen times or so. I have. I did not set my alarm for 11 p.m. or midnight <laughs> when it came out. I did not set my alarm at 3 a.m. That's not because you're a fan. That's just because you're tired. Because you have an adult <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's just because you're old. You're, that could no, be it. You're tired because you have an adult job that right. you have to get up to and go to That's and exactly lawyer right. hard. And you do that. I did at my office tell them that that they asked me if I wanted to be a thought leader on any topic, and I said Taylor Swift. They were meaning, like, maritime law or energy work, and I said Taylor Swift is what I feel equipped to talk about. And the marketing department is still looking for sources for me to use that thought leader knowledge. (laughs) I'm sure there's clients out there that want to hire a lawyer with extreme knowledge of Taylor Swift. Oh, now you're not a weirdo fan. No. You're a fan. You're not a, a Swifty in the sense, you're a Swifty, but not a Swifty in the sense where you've been dissecting these lyrics and trying to fit you. That's not you. That's a good point. You're here for the music. I'm not looking you're not for all here the for the stories. I'm yeah. not trying to figure it yeah. all out. I, yeah. I am trying to figure out one question, mm-hmm. which is when is she coming back on tour? I know. That's the only question I'm I know. trying to figure out. And I will say, I'll link to it in the show notes. There was a an interview um, with Jimmy Fallon where she, where he's, I mean, he flat out asked her, I think you need to tour this album or when are you going to tour next? And so forth. So on, he said, it's been so long. And she goes, I think I should. <gasps> and then he goes, That's oh, exciting. is this, is this, is this you telling us that? I think touring is a good idea. So she didn't flat out say anything, which leads me to, I'm going to, I'm just going to say this right now because we're talking about it. There are so many people out there who dissect even the videos to the nth degree. And she's had two videos that have come out with this album. They were Antihero and Bejeweled. Bejeweled. And in the Bejeweled album, there is a part, it's, a, it's, I mean, in the Bejeweled video, it is, it, she's like Cinderella, mm-hmm. a Cinderella character. And that so was there's a little a, weird, didn't you think? Well, because of Midnight's and Clocks, and that's the whole Midnight thing. The name of the album oh. is Midnight, Cinderella has to get home by midnight, all the things. And so, and that clock was a big deal mm-hmm. with this album too. And she looks at a, it actually looks like a pocket watch, but it's a clock and it says two days until the exile is over is what uh-huh. it presumes it's counting down but the screen switches at two and so people were saying that she's been in exile for two of her albums meaning folklore and evermore oh. and now she's back into kind of mainstream pop, pop. okay i don't agree with that what Lara. do you think it is i think this means that the exile is almost over for the tour because we've Ooh. been in exile. She has not toured Lover. She has not toured Folklore Evermore. And now this one. So she'll have four albums worth of material that wow. she didn't have beforehand. Yeah. Because Reputation is the last thing she toured. That's a good point. And so I think it says two until exile is over. I think that means two months. Maybe we're going to hear in two months. Or, two weeks. Or we can hear next week. You can hear next week. Or two stands for February, and she's mm. going to make an announcement in February. But that feels too long after. Or two stands for Tuesday, and it's going to be a Tuesday announcement. Tuesday for two. I don't know, but I feel like that is more likely than she was in exile. Don't no, she wasn't. Right, no, she wasn't. I agree. She had COVID 
lyrics. Right. And that's what, that's what those were about. Anyway, we're here to talk about Midnight's. And what I wanted to disclaim at the beginning is Laura's a fan fan. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. I'm a fan. I derailed us. We're not going to figure out what, who is this song about and why, that's not why we're here. We're just here straight up. Do we like it? Do we not? And I will say that we are fans of Taylor. I think she's a phenomenal, phenomenal person when it comes to writing song lyrics and producing music. Her videos are somewhat questionable to me, but that just means because I'm getting older and they're full of the Easter eggs that I don't really care about. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, this album is one that I'm trying to like, and I just don't. And that doesn't mean that I don't like Taylor. And I don't think she is just a brilliant genius at what she does. I just happen to not like the feel of this one. I totally agree with you. I... I think there are some songs on here that I like, mm-hmm. that I would give it a thumbs up. Yeah. I like those songs. Yeah. As a whole, I think the album, I think she's a great songwriter. I think she's a great business person. Yes. I think she smart. surrounds smart. herself with really smart people. And I think and she is very smart. And has taken ownership of her yeah. name and brand, which she needed to do. And that's great. Absolutely. And I do think that all of her albums, at least recently, have been different themes Mm -hmm. like different Mm -hmm. focuses Mm -hmm. she's kind of gone in different directions Mm -hmm. and i mean obviously i loved 1989 just because obviously because it's the best album Mm -hmm. out there Mm -hmm. of all albums not just taylor swift (laughs) all music it's the best album but but let's put that aside but if we go from 1989 (laughs) forward she's kind of gone in different directions and this just isn't my favorite yes it's it seems slower it seems more synthesized, mm-hmm. and it seems um, like she's not all out singing. Yeah, very there is, You always say you got to have a like stadium song, and you got to have a stadium song. You got to have that, yeah. and I don't feel like it happens here. Yeah, and and then the last thing I can kind of say as an overview. I mean, I kind of alluded to it with 1989, but I was with my community group this past week and we were kind of hanging out at a house doing a little service project thing and as we were just kind of running around the house goofing off someone said let's play music and of course they said alexa play 1989 and we listened to 1989 Mm -hmm. and everyone knew the words we Mm -hmm. all laughed about it and then everyone said like what do you think about midnights and of course there's like some people like it some people don't yeah my thought when i listen to midnights is i will never say like Hey, let's just throw on Midnight's and listen yeah. to that at a little get together. Unless when, you're, yeah, right. I at, mean, unless you're sad. <laughs> unless you're really sad. Like, unless you're going through something and you're like, man, I really need to listen to like yeah, one of those really like lavender haze or maroon yeah. or something like that. that I, you're like, wah, wah. I would not suggest listening while driving. It yeah. Made me ve- I'm being serious. It made me very sleepy. But back to the stadium theme. What we're talking about is a shake it off where the right. entire stadium is singing haters gonna hate, hate, hate. Uh, this is why we can't have nice things. This right. is where the audience is yelling along with you. And I think the, me from Lover me, is a great example. Yes, that's a great example. Love story. Right. I mean, uh, all of these I think are what, what you, where she's 
staring back and watching as people are screaming her lyrics back at her. That has to be amazing. That's not this album. It's not really folklore and ever folklore and evermore either. Right. But those were more folky. I felt but that like. but that was a folky album, and so that's why I think this one surprised me that it, we came off of such a, a folksy, mm-hmm. som- more somber, slower, softer couple of Taylors that went, and then we went into this. It is synthesized, like you said. It's um, very electronic. Yeah. It sounds very produced. And that could be what a lot of people are looking for right now. I I feel like that music did not match what she was doing with her voice. Because right. everything is right here. It's yes. all right here. And you kept saying, use your diaphragm, Taylor. <laughs> Sing right. from your diaphragm. And she maybe did once or twice. But nothing is a big stadium anthem right. song. Which leads you to, well, that's not what this album is. She has said, 13 Sleepless Nights. These are the songs at midnight. And you asked me, and I said, I'm afraid this is going to be angsty right. and depressed because, or scary because that's what wakes you up at midnight. Something right. that is bothering you. Or something that you just can't get out of your head or a scare. Like, you're not or gonna nerves. wake up in the middle of the night and think, Welcome to New York. No. Like that's not that's not the song that's gonna pop into your head no. in the middle of the so night. So that's right. what made me very nervous about this one going in. So I kind of was thinking, Oh man, this is gonna be a little bit melancholy, I thought. But I didn't think the whole thing would be that I way. Totally I totally agree. like it is. And I think we should go back to and say, there are things we like about mm-hmm. the album. Like, mm-hmm. she is a really good songwriter. And if you listen to the lyrics, mm-hmm. you might have to, like, listen through the bass a little bit. There's a lot <laughs> and of bass and a few A of lot bass. of synthesizer. And when I'm saying bass, we're going... I mean, that, that like there. So much bass that multiple times I kept trying to s- change the settings on yeah. my car because I thought it's right. my car. No. My car is what is doing this. And you finally had to be like, Laura, I don't think it's your yeah, car. It's not your car. I you didn't accidentally just, turn up your bass. I yeah. think it's just the songs. Yeah. And that gets me. But with that said, I'll say that she does have some great lyrics in oh, here. And that has lyrics. never changed. No, I mean, it hasn't. Through all she's of her albums. Gifted. She's super talented. And so I'm sure there's some people that will probably really mm-hmm. love this. Oh, album. I'm sure. And I, they do. It's they, just, they have said It's just not you do. and I's yeah. kind of cup of tea. Yeah. Like you said, if you play if you play Taylor Alexa, play Taylor Swift right now and a midnight song came on and it was one of them, we'd probably get through it. But if it came on again and again, We'd probably get skip next because mm-hmm. again, you've got to be if you're going to listen to an album as the artists love you to do, right? It's very hard to be excited about just a very melancholy. Now, a lot of people are going to say, "But no, no, no," and and I get that, and we'll get and there. And there are some beats, we'll get there. and I get that, and we'll get there. It just felt like there's a lot of the songs that are kind of all one dimensional. Yeah, and she stays very like this, and and this is where she is, and, and you this wanted is to where keep she change. stays, and this is where. She is, and this is where she stays, and this is yeah. where she is, and this is where she stays. Got it. Yeah, I know. We were like, give me a bridge. Give me a keychain. Give me a bridge or keychain. <laughs> There's a crescendo. We're coming yeah. to a crescendo Ooh, right here. No, we're not. And no, we we're wouldn't. not. No, we didn't. That's I think true. that one thing that I, I also had a thought about, because if you listen to some of these, she, she has said throughout the years. So these are 13 sleepless nights throughout the years. Right. So there are some that you, you, you know... 
That sounds like it could have gone on Reputation album. Yep. That sounds like it could have gone on the Lover album. That sounds like it could have been country if we weren't doing this right in the middle. Yeah. That it, and so part of me just wonders, and I can't help but this can't be right. But the cynical part of me just thinks, are these a bunch of songs that did not make it on their intended album? The Beatles. And now we've put them on an album that we're calling Midnights. And she's doing a lot of interesting, eclectic things in the name of art to get the songs out. But then I kept thinking, she's so calculated. I don't think it's that. But... It is songs that she has had throughout the years, and they never landed on an album, and so that's weird to me. To give Taylor the benefit of the doubt with that same kind of theory, I think it could be that same, what do you call those, like earworms Earworms, that kind of get in your head. Mm -hmm. So it could be that it was when she was writing Reputation, you know, vigilante Mm-hmm. curse word yeah. was in there or whatever one we thought was yeah, that similar one to reputation. Mm-hmm. And so you think like that could be it. Yeah. Like it could be that like when she was doing it, that song kept coming up, but then she kind of refined it over the years recently when she yeah. came, when she decided to put this album out. I don't know, but yeah. it's, it, it's an interesting change. Yeah. Speaking of vigilante curse word, we should say more mm. than half are explicit lyrics. Yes. Whatever, but also, come on, Taylor. Uh, I agree. It's not necessary. I don't think so either, but I also think that we're old and that's how people talk now. Maybe so, but I feel like there are lots, I mean, lots of mothers that we're friends with have said, like, I can't listen to it in the car because there's too many explicit songs. And it's a lot. And it's not just one in that song. It's it's the chorus of right. that song. One of the songs I like. <laughs> the word has a no, curse word over title. and over again. It's and I want to be title. like, what? Uh, <sighs> but that's okay. But also, uh, I know. Uh, I feel the same way. And then the last thing I want to say before we get into the track list is um, one of my favorite memories of all time of this, of this album, Till I Die, will be when it came out and we were all over here watching... Football, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting by Emily, our friend Emily, on the couch. And I, we were kind of talking, like, what'd you think? I don't know, what'd you think? And she said, and the whole thing about the um, AirPod she, on the cover. And I said, what? And she thinks that the cover <laughs> was Taylor holding an AirPod. And I said, <laughs> I think that's a flame from a Zippo lighter. And she went, what? No, it's not. Oh, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> and I was like, well, does it really a Zippo lighter at midnight? But anyway, I will forever, every time I see the album cover, I'm going to think, oh, Emily. And she said, don't tell anybody I said that. I went, okay. Here we are, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll Sorry, tell everyone. Emily, but it's the, so cute. It is so cute. The other funny part is, is Emily is one of those people who did set her she alarm. She did, yeah. Because, you know, there was that... Whole, which we should talk about this too, because that that, that yes. three a.m. release right. of additional songs, right. I, I just don't understand. Is it because they just didn't want to release them all at one time? They wanted to if, add intrigue. Yeah, I don't know drama. Ooh, look, look, we you got something else. Exactly. I don't. Mm-hmm. I thought that was odd, but um, she actually set her alarm and mm-hmm. then woke up because she thought that. At 3 a.m., oh. Taylor was going to release concert tickets. Yes. So she oh, thought she was doing it to great. try to say, like, hey, what if 
the concert tickets go on sale at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. or you get a code at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. and that gives you a right to buy tickets. And then she said she got up and one of her friends like texted her and was <laughs> like, like, it's, seven, it's more songs. seven more songs. And she rolled back <laughs> over and was like, I don't, I don't care that much. I don't need to see There's it. also a big debate. Is this one album? Is this two? It's one. It's, I think it's one. It's like a bonus tracks, but a lot of bonus tracks. So there's, you can go on Spotify or wherever you listen to your music and it'll be midnight and then it'll have in parentheses, 3 a.m. edition, and that's the seven additional songs, which we're going to talk about, too. So let's get through the set list. We're going to zip through these. Again, we're not going to say what we think they're about or anything like Mm -hmm. that. We're just essentially saying, hey, you like it? Do you not? Is it? So we have thumbs up, thumbs down, or meh. That's right. (laughs) Is the order. First track is Lavender Haze. This is a term she heard from the TV show Mad Men. Mm. And it just means you're just in love. You're in a lavender haze. What do you oh, think about it? Oh, meh. No. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I thought this was thumbs down. Yeah. Thumbs, thumbs down. down. For a couple of reasons. Tell me. One, strong bass. And I did not like yeah. it. It was the very first song of the album. And that's mm-hmm. why I actually thought we need to change the bass in my car. I accidentally mm-hmm. hit a button <laughs> and I've turned up the bass because no one designed a song to be heard like this. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't part of the design. So I dislike that. It's also all one consistent tone. Tone. Yeah. Which I disliked. Yeah. Um, it's in the same not my line. When we say that, we just mean it's all right here and there's not a lot of up, there's not a lot of down. There's not a lot of bridges, breaks, cuts. It's just right here and we sing about Lavender Hayes and Mm-mm. how great it is. Meep, meep. Okay. The second it. one is Maroon, which, right, you know, <laughs> that feels very... <laughs> Texas A&M, and it you are very excited about Texas it. Texas A&M that, tweeted it out. Yeah. Like when Taylor tweeted yeah. it, they retweeted her, and we're like, whoa. Yeah. Gig em. Way to go, Taylor. Sing us a song. Did you like it? Not really. It's a meh. It, it really is a meh. Okay. And it's a meh because I, I want to like it because it has maroon in it, and because mm-hmm. I think the lyrics are really good They're good, it. yeah. It's the whole thing is Clever. like crimson and yeah. color like crimson of the wine. in your cheek, color of your wine, mm-hmm. color of your lips, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. All of that is kind of going into maroon, and I think that's really clever and cute, mm-hmm. and I really like it. Um, I want to like it more, so I've listened to that probably more than any other song on the album because I keep thinking it's it. So it's what you're saying song. is the Aggies will not be walking out to it on the stadium <laughs> at Caulfield. That's exactly right. They They're not. not. That's not going to pump them up. That's right. So they previously were walking out to Kanye West Power. Yeah. But they're now going to change that up a little bit. And yeah. they're looking for a new song. I don't think Maroon is it. I don't feel like Darn that's it. the one. Somebody, I did, I have just seen tweets and read things. And somebody said, oh my gosh, Maroon is is the album Red, but just darker. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this what we're doing? Yes, that is the egg that I never want to hunt for. I never want to hunt for that egg. Like, that feels a little made up. Like, yeah, maroon's darker than red. Okay. <laughs> but that makes me laugh. Those, it, does. The, it does. Those are the ones that I'm laughing at where these, oh, so far-fetched. I love it. Okay, number three, Antihero. Um, I like that one. I do too. That is one it, of... That is one of the it, and five it, and of it the had to grow on me because at I really first liked. I was like, I don't know. And then I watched the video 
And I thought, why? Well, I'm so confused. The video I disliked. And I... Yeah. I So I have to erase the video from my head. Except for... Well, I do kind of like the video now. But the first time I watched it, I disliked it. Because all, all you think of is when she goes, it's me. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. Don't get me started on the British accents. Oh, Taylor, you're not British. And Lindsay has pointed it out every time. <laughs> There's another one that she does it too with a British accent. And I, I'm the problem, it's me. Mm. No, but she has lived there for like six years. I guess. Right? Or but five years. Man. Like that. But Antihero, I really do like it. Um, that the, maybe the message is a little bit odd because it's yeah. basically I completely relate to it. Well, okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I'm getting in my own way. That's yeah. her whole thing is with all of her insecurities. It's her in her own head because yeah. that's what the video is about. Is herself? She's telling herself you're fat and the or you're too tall or you're too tall or, or right. No one's. No one's ever going to love you the way you think. Or right. you can't trust anybody. And so you just got to stick with us being the various tailors. But the thing that we like about it is what we've been singing all weekend is it's catchy. It's got a beat, man. Like, it, and I've and been singing all week. It's me. Hi. Hi. Right. I'm the problem. I sing it normally. It's me. That's exactly right. And that's that's a and that might be as stadium as you get on this right. album. I Because I can see a whole entire stadium singing that back to mm-hmm. her. But then she gets real low and she goes, It's me. Hi. <laughs> she gets breathy. breathy. <laughs> it's breathy. There's also a term in there called a sexy baby, and a lot of people are like, That's just ridiculous. Sexy baby. I don't like that. That's from 30 Rock, the TV show oh. 30 Rock. It was a joke in that. I'm assuming that's where she got it from. Or unless she's just trying to be weird. But that Mm. is a thing on 30 Rock. I don't know if it is. But that's what I thought when I heard it. Hmm. Four is uh, your favorite, Snow on the Beach. My least favorite one. (laughs) Well, maybe not. It's tied with like a couple of other ones for my absolute least favorite. Um, Do you want to hear it? Snow on the beach, snow (laughs) on the beach, snow on the beach, snow on the beach. The only reason that I do like it is because it's a little bit positive. Okay. All of the songs are negative. Yeah. It feels like they're all... She's hard on herself. She's hard on herself. Mm-hmm. Sad songs. Sad. Heartbreak. Yes. The good thing about this one she's is... getting revenge. I'm not talking it. about like... And I haven't done all the deep dives, but it feels a little bit like she's in love. Like yes. she's talking about love yeah. is so magical, it's like snow on the beach. Yes. Uh, Lana Del Rey is featured on this for maybe five seconds, it feels like. Huh. She's not in it very much, but she is on there. Let's do number five, You're on Your Own Kid. It's mm, meh. Forgettable. Yeah. It's one where I think she's kind of going through her life saying, this is what I was when mm-hmm. I was young. This is what I was when I was first getting famous. This is how I am now. I'm kind of, I have to be on my own. Yeah. Because I can only trust myself. I could see how people might like that one. Mm-hmm. Like people might relate to it, really enjoy it, mm-hmm. love that one. It just wasn't my favorite. Yeah. But it's right here too. You're on mm-hmm. your own, kid. You always have been right exactly here. Right. That's where Taylor stays. The next one. The next one makes me angry because I want to like it. Midnight Rain. And I think a lot of people like it because they sing the middle part where Taylor sings, Rain. Pain, but then when you have Kermit the Frog playing, playing Cher, 
Right? Like, share. I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. Wow. Why? It's a weird sound. And you thought it was only the beginning. I did. And then you were like, don't worry, Laura. Just get past the beginning part and you're going to like it. And it's only in the middle. And then Kermit comes back. Kermit share comes back. I'm wondering if that's her synthesized. Because nobody gets credit for the... Uh, he talks like pain, rain. I don't, oh, it's I don't so like it. good. The lyrics are so good. That was my one of my <sighs> not favorite ones. Uh, this next one. Hey, y'all. Laura liked one. It's called <laughs> question dot 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 question mark. That's right. And I like this one. Yeah. There is a lot of debate out there over what it's about. Mm-hmm. And you can go down rabbit trails and see that. I haven't done any of that. I don't, I don't really care what it's about. Yeah. I like it because it's poppy. Yep. I like it because it's upbeat. Yep. I like it because you can sing it out. Yep. And I really do like the music. Like, I got a question for you. Have you ever yeah. been kissed in a crowded room? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then and then you're... 15 minutes later. And they 15 were clapping minutes later, you. people are clapping for you. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And it's cute. And I like it. I feel mm-hmm. like it's kind of... Um, I don't know. It's yeah. just a cute little anthem. Yeah. Little mini anthem. It's not like Tiny. a big yeah. anthem. But a lot it's a little of swear mini words anthem. in this one, there too. There are yeah. a lot of swear words, which yeah. that's what I think is totally unnecessary. Yeah. It's, I mean, like the F word is in it, like I in know. the chorus. In the chorus. <laughs> so I wish I didn't like it for that reason, but I do. I really do. And it's, I think it's catchy and yeah. it's, it's Which good. brings us to eight, vigilante, and then it's a curse word. S H I blank blank. And um it is it is one tone. It feels very reputation esque. Yes. And it's all about getting revenge on somebody. Right. And um You kinda liked it, this one, right? I did. I kind of like this one. Um because I think it's uh I think it's interesting how she did it, and I think that the way she delivers the lyrics is also very cool. But she's right here yeah. the whole time. I'm talking about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She didn't go up or down. Agreed. She stays here. Sometimes she does this and then this. And then she comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I just want I yeah. diaphragm. Keychains. Nope. Keychains. Nope. But a lot of people say this is a they're either about Scooter Braun, the guy, um, or it's about Kanye mm. because he and Kim Kardashian are no longer together, and now Kim and Taylor are friends. Well, yada yada. The next one is Bejeweled. That one also has the video that we were talking about earlier. The Cinderella yeah, video. The Cinderella video. It's a weird video, but that's all right. Yeah, I feel I, I like the song. Okay, it's fine. It's, it's a meh though. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. meh. It's meh, and I I think it's um. I think she filled it with Easter eggs, and 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 so it feels a little bit forced of you know, how she words things and how she says mm-hmm. things, but it's fine. Then we have labyrinth, and written beside labyrinth is breathy and doodly do. Remember <laughs> how I was like doodly do? That's yes. kind of in the middle of it I do every once that in a while, but it's also very breathy. And was this the one that was so breathy that we didn't care to try to figure out the lyrics? Yes. It was okay. the one where I said, let's just skip it. We're and you were like, it. well, let's at least go to like the yeah, break. Do-do-do's. And we mm-hmm. said, no, no, no. Let's, yeah. We listened to the whole thing. Yeah. We yeah. listened to the whole thing but a couple times. But it's not one where you kind of went back and tried to say, figure out what was she saying there and mm-hmm. why did she... Not our favorite. That was an X. Then we have Karma. And 
Karma, you like karma. Karma is a is a twist. A lot of people like karma, and a lot of people feel bad about karma because <laughs> I don't believe in karma. Um, but I I think it's bold for her to say karma is a cat purring on my lap. Right. Um, karma's got a lot of bad words in it too. Just the whole thing. But it but it is it, it it's at least one of the more upbeat songs that you can sing along to. And she's singing it out. She's singing it with her diaphragm. That's right. So, I mean, but it still has a man next to it. Because, I didn't love it. Because, ah, it's just hard. It's hard. Uh, we do have one we like. The next one is Sweet Nothing. Because um, it's a love story. It's a love story. She wrote it with uh, William Bowery or uh, or um, what's his name? Joe. Joe Allen. Mm-hmm. And so that's really cute. It's a it reminds you of Invisible String. It on does. The Lover album. It's very it's very similar to which I told Laura. Well, then why would you do one that sounded just like Invisible String? But that's okay. It sounds very music boxy to me. I always it feels like when I was little and I had the ballerina music right. box. It's got and a sweet tone to it. Mm-hmm. Sweet words. Sweet words. It's the sweet love song. I liked it. It's the sweet love song. Then we have Mastermind. You didn't like this one as much as I did, but I still don't love it. Mm-hmm. It feels very reputation. Um, it feels very much. I think the message is mostly what if this had been. I had been planning this the entire time. You think it was right. just all, oh, happenstance that we just met, but I've been planning it for years. Type and of I think it's feeling. probably a sweet song that she wrote with Joe too, right? And so I thought that was what you said. Maybe. And so if they wrote it together, I think it's sweet. It's nice. It's like, look at mm-hmm. this. Maybe it wasn't just an invisible string. Maybe it right. really was right. like we had this whole thing concocted. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I, I mean, that's great. Yeah. I, it, it didn't resonate with me. Yeah. It's not a song I'd be like, man, I really want to listen to that one again. Right. Whereas like Anti-Hero, I would want to right. listen to again. Yeah. And question mark, minus the expletives, <laughs> I'd like to listen to that one again too. So that is all of the Midnight's songs. Then we get into the 3 a.m. songs. Is there anything that separates these two? Like Mm-mm. nothing really? No. Okay. Just Mm-mm. seven more songs. Seven more songs. The next one is The Great War. It uh, sounds like a fight that they got You know through. the reason why she did it huh. was because she wanted to have 13 oh, on yeah. her original 13 album. 13 on the original album. I didn't think yeah. about that. That and makes so much 20. sense. Because mm-hmm. everything that Taylor does is like attached to the number 13. 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. So it really was just 20 songs, but she was yeah. like, it'll be cooler for my brand. Yeah. Trust me, I'm a thought leader on Taylor, <laughs> so I know these kind of things. Put out 13 songs. Okay, sorry. The Great, Great War. War. It's about a fight, but we got through it. I liked The Great War. Yeah. It was, I gave it a meh, mm-hmm. but it is on the cusp of it being a plus. It is. It is. That's good. What about Bigger Than the Whole Sky? It's just sad and bummed you out. It is super sad and yeah. bummed me out. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of thoughts that it might be about miscarriage or losing someone. Mm-hmm. And it could be. Mm-hmm. It's just a sad song. It's a very sad song. And it's... And maybe that's going to minister and serve other people. But Absolutely. Again, it's not one that I would go to and think, I'm going to listen to that. Totally agree. Very sad. Uh, Paris. <laughs> You were so mad at this. I was song. super mad at Paris. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't I don't know why either, but it feels very poppy, but like 
I kept saying like Miley Cyrus, and I'm not mm-hmm. anti Miley Cyrus. It just felt like kind of an adolescent song, yeah. like which makes me think it was an adolescent right. song, and it was supposed to be country speak now, but right. she just never did anything with it, and now she's gonna, you know, butter it up a little bit right. and put it on midnights with some electronic stuff behind it. It feels very different. It doesn't feel like it fits with the rest, rest of the album. I just, it wasn't, I disliked it. Okay, then you liked High Infidelity. Again, I wish I didn't. I know. Bad because message, but it's okay. It's not a good <laughs> message, but I do like the song. Hey, we saw Reba this weekend, and we love Fancy, and that's about a mom, like, that's exactly right. Telling her daughter to go wear that and red dress. <laughs> you want to know what? Reba sings from her diaphragm. Reba does. She <laughs> sings it out. <laughs> Taylor should take a play oh, from that playbook. So, high infidelity. That m- doesn't mean that you agree with it, infidelity. But you're right. Let's go on record. Just... I disagree with infidelity. <laughs> but I like the song. It's catchy. It's um, intriguing. There's a line in there like, don't you want to know where I was on April 29th or something like that? And you I do. do. <laughs> I do want to know. And I found this article. Again, I say I don't hurt hunt for Easter eggs, but like it popped up on a feed somewhere, this article that was saying like, this is where we've tracked her. And it's like some party in New York and then some other party in LA in that are like, eight years, yes, Taylor exactly has been right. here. On April 29th. And then some of them were like, well, this was a post that was from April 30th, but it was a party. So it was probably from a party the previous night. Yeah. So that's oh. the reason why that could be something. Anyways, nice. I I liked it. I thought, <laughs> I think it's catchy. I would listen to it again. So Paris is, is one that you did not like. I would say the next track, Glitch, made you angry. <laughs> if you were not having it. You were You're right. not having You're right. it. The, the only you... thing that's written next to it is no. <laughs> no. That was all my note was. No. I don't remember what it was except you, for From the no. very beginning you you didn't, you weren't having it. I didn't I like it. I don't know why but I you didn't did like not it like started. it. I didn't like it. It feels very like the B-list off of Reputation. Mm-hmm. I just didn't enjoy it. Okay. Would've, could've, should've. Me. It's a beat but I think meh. Meh. It was fine. Okay. And then the... I think I also was kind of getting tired at this point. Because, like, 20 songs is a lot of songs. And and all monotonous. Yeah. And a lot of them feel very similar. Same. Unlike Paris, which is the only one that's not like the others. And then the last one was Dear Reader. Yeah. That's the one where we were like, oh gosh, this one's going to put me to sleep if I keep listening to Mm -hmm. it. Kind of like um, the beach one, Snow on the Beach. It just feels very. And we're in that breathy... Totally agree. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Totally agree. It was just not my fave. Yeah. It was... I disliked it. Of the 20, there were four that you liked. That was Antihero, Question, Sweet Nothing, and High Infidelity. That's right. And then you had eight mans and eight no's. That's a lot of no's for you, for Taylor. But as we said at the beginning, that's okay. You don't have to like everything. That's exactly right. And I think that like... I mean, I disliked Bigger Than the Whole Sky. That's just because I didn't want a sad song. I didn't want a sad song. But I can totally appreciate the fact that other people may love that song. Mm -hmm. That may be their favorite song. And it may get them through something really tough. And that's that's great. So it's just not for me. I was thinking about the last four albums. Lover, Folklore, Evermore. How would you rate Midnight's with those 
these last four, Midnight's included, how would you rate them as Probably at the bottom. Midnight is at the bottom, bottom. At the bottom. Yeah. It's probably my least favorite. Okay. Now, it could be because I've only listened to it for two weeks. Yeah. Okay, so it is right... It's probably at the bottom or maybe right before Speak Now. So you've ranked your Taylor Swift album. Of course I have. (laughs) Yeah. It's actually gone through several versions today. Like, just today. We've taken it through, like, this morning I had a certain version. And then later today we had a certain version. And we just got back home. No, no, no. And I like Fearless more than I thought I liked Fearless. Well, it was a, it was just a great exercise. It, so it really good. is. It, you need to refine it. It's a great exercise because when I was thinking back on it, I haven't listened to her true country stuff in a while. Yeah. So I had kind of forgotten what was on Fearless. Okay. And so, and I assumed that I really loved Red more than Fearless, and I did not. Mm, mm. I did not. So tell us your number one is 1989. My yeah. number one, of course, is 1989. That's what I would have like tattooed on my back. <laughs> I don't know why I said that because I don't have any tattoos. And 1989 would not be what I would tattoo myself. But if I had to get a tattoo from Taylor, that would be what I would. Okay, that, that would be that my makes tattoo. more sense. It's 1989. What's number two? <laughs> my number two is Fearless. Okay, and what? Fearless? They're good. They're really, really good country music Golly, songs on Fearless. Fearless is after 1989. Yes, I know. That's amazing. It's because Love Story is yeah. on there, and I love Love Story. Uh-huh. I mean, that is like uh-huh. hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. So many good songs. Anthem. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's exactly right. She still plays it. I mean, she plays oh, that yeah. at her concerts now. That makes me nervous, too, thinking about a concert. Like, would she play these anthony songs from her country music days i probably don't not. know i know which makes me sad but she'd have to play love story that's what made her a star. absolutely i totally agree i think so red would be my next one okay and and i'll say that red and fearless are like right neck and neck i mean okay. they're it could have gone either way okay just when i looked at it today at you know <laughs> 10 minutes ago i was like i think fearless is a private four is surprising to me Reputation. Yeah. I like Reputation, too. Not a lot of people do. Not a lot of people do, but I like it. It's I do too. It Sorry, is Katie. You're, the, you're right, Katie. We we had to go back to it. It is an album that I really enjoy. Like, mm-hmm. I will go back to it and listen to songs from it, I which I think is great. Yeah. So, that's why that's number four. Five. Number five is Taylor. Taylor, the original debut. Taylor. Okay. Debut album. Six. Number six is Folklore, and I... I like it. Ranked folklore higher. Really? Yes. It and I will say that I don't know why I say it like that though. Taylor folklore could flip back. Okay, like it could be because I I, again Taylor's kind of her Taylor speak now fearless and red are all kind of same the same to me a little bit. Like uh, there's some great songs, but they're all kind of the same category. Seven. Seven is lover. Okay. And it's good. It's just not great. I mean, there's a couple of songs on there that I really, really love. Agreed. Um, but And, that, you know, that's controversial, too. I, I think a lot of people forget about Lover. Right. But I, it wasn't one of my favorites, either. I still all. listen to good songs from there, yeah. though, and like it. What do you consider a good song from Lover again? My favorite is Me, because I love it. Me. That's right. Stadium. My- <laughs> It's exactly right. Stadium song. <laughs> I also really love Paper Rings. Paper Rings because my second favorite thing is Love, love Story. Love mm-hmm. Stories. You gotta love a love story. Yeah. And then, and it's just a cute, like, sweet song. Yeah. And then the last one is The Man. The Man, And yeah. it's kind of an interesting one. Cute. It's, I like the video for it. It was 
it's just kind of a twist. Right. So I liked that one. Um, um, eight. Number eight is Evermore. Right. And I don't know. Uh, I, I, there's there's controversy between Evermore and folklore. Some people like Evermore better than folklore. I I've heard that. And people. I'm also wondering whether, like, part of the reason why I didn't like the last seven songs and part of the reason why I don't like Evermore um, the same is feel. because maybe it feels like mm-hmm. it's I'd already heard too much of it. Yeah. Like, maybe I was so. Like, huh, maybe I so. But um, nine. Speak Now. Okay. And it's just, yeah. I went back and looked at it and I was like, man, there's just not as many songs that I love there. And then yeah. the last one is Midnight's. Midnight's. Okay. Well, I think that's good. I'll put the, I'll put your rankings in the show notes. Too, that's good. So and I will know. keep you updated if it changes. <laughs> Don't you worry. Because <laughs> it changes you know like, with my mood. You know what we should do is what? we should make a Spotify playlist for everybody of your favorite Taylor songs. We Let's should totally do totally that. Totally do, do that. I'll put it on the show notes. I think that's awesome. Absolutely. Wait, what's your top five albums? But albums? Oh my gosh, I can't do that on the fly. Okay, I don't know. What's your top album? 19, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I this is a know. defining moment in our friendship. I know. Is I meant, 1989 not your favorite might. Taylor Swift album? Probably. This could change our friendship. I think I am 1989 Reputation and Folklore are my top tops. Okay. That's good. But but then you say everything about Fearless, and I go, oh, yeah, that's right. I would probably put Fearless before Red and Speak Now, I think. Yeah. I just don't know Evermore well enough, but I, I feel like I listened to it a couple of times, and I like Folklore better, so I always go to that one. Agreed. But it's okay. That's okay. Here's my question for you. We'll do Ask the me. Spotify playlist. Are you nervous that Taylor is getting... To a point where I feel like she deserves to do this. Let me let me say that right now. It, it, she's the artist. She has proven herself. Right. We just listed off 10 albums that the girl has done. And she's redone two of them to get she's her own. She's a freaking rock star. She is. I, are you nervous that there is this, well, I'm going to do my, this is who I really am. And this is, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be my own person. I'm not going to do it for the fans anymore. I'm going to do music that I want to do, that I love to play. Are you, I think my nervousness is from Madonna, how Madonna yeah. just kept going and kept going. And she was f- so far down the line. The line was a dot to her. I totally agree. You know? Yeah. And it, and it made me sad for Madonna, who was this, this, person in my childhood who I loved and kept playing album after album after album. It was great. And then all of a sudden she just got tired of playing the same old, same old. Uh And so she went, she just went in other directions and I never caught on that train that I, there was just a little slight part of me that thought maybe she's doing something different now and I'm just not going to like Taylor anymore, but I do have 10 albums already that I can pull from. And yes, to answer your question, I am nervous about that because I think she does get to a place maybe because of age, maybe because of experience, mm-hmm. definitely because of platform. Yeah. Because she already has the fan base. I mean, like you were saying, the the verdict is already out on the album yeah. and it is a huge hit. It's a hit. I mean, yeah. it was like it most was, downloads. Uh, yeah. Most downloads on Spotify. It's in the top billboard. It's in the, the top 10 of the top billboards are from midnight. Exactly. So, I mean, it's it's already there, which makes me think she has such a massive following mm-hmm. that doesn't matter what she puts out, people are going to listen yeah, to it. Like, absolutely. they really are. Like, even though some people might say, oh, it sounds breathy or it's too synthesized, yeah. they're listening to it yeah. over and over again because yeah. they 
love her so much. Right. And so with that, I think gives artists a lot of freedom yeah. to say, I can do whatever I want to do then. And to be fair, she had, you know, to play my own devil's advocate, she hasn't swung too far if you think about it. I totally agree. Obviously going from country to 1989, that was a decision made to not be just a country artist anymore. Now, has she done any country? No. I mean, you could argue some folksy stuff some is, of in a, is, a, is in a... Is in a... Right. But so 1989, she's straight up pop. And what comes right after 1989? Reputation. Reputation. Which is a black and white version of 1989 and Reputation. And, and that came from, you know how she loves to write about life experiences. That was a tough time for her. And so she's yeah. gone dark. And then what came after Reputation? Lover. She's back to the pinks and the bubblegums and the sparkles yeah. and the and the things in that one. And then COVID hits. And like everybody, she's in her feelings going, what is happening to me? And had so much that there were two albums worth. Right. So that felt very feeling. So then this Midnight is different from what I've all just said. And maybe it's a transition back into pop. Back into pop. So, which I think is what people are trying to say. And she's hopefully she's in a happy place. Mm-hmm. She may be married. Lindsay <sighs> seems to think she is. I, do. I think she's married. I think she's been married for a while. And so, I love it. I want her to be married for five years. So, you know, she could be. She could come out and say, we've been married. We got married in yeah. 2017. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> but um, I, I think hopefully if she is married and super happy, yeah. then... Maybe we will swing back to like the right. poppy, upbeat 1989 album that we all know and love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was I, a subliminal <laughs> message for everyone. <laughs> if you take one thing out of the pot, out of this podcast, it's 1989. <laughs> um, it, I'm going to give you a second to think about it. You're okay. going to get to pick the ending song that we leave on right now. It's probably playing under as I speak this. What would you like that one song to be? style your beloved my beloved style yes after we finished listening to midnights i said i need a palate cleanse let's put 1989 on and we played 1989 the rest of the way and i belted it out probably a little too loud for Lindsay's comfort the entire way and i loved it and when style came on i said this is my beloved my beloved style you got that jeans Hey, thank y'all for listening, and a big thank you to Laura for providing her thoughts on the new Midnight's album. If you have feelings and emotions about Taylor and her latest songs, let me know. I'm curious to hear your favorites. As promised, check out the show notes for Laura's Taylor Swift Spotify playlist. Feel free to message me with any wonderful tracks we may have missed, and we'll put them right on. You're also going to find a link to iTunes in the show notes. It would be an honor if you could review the show and leave us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever. He says what you heard is true, but I can't stop thinking about you and I. I said I've been
been there too a few times Cause you got that James Dean 